far as I can tell, I'm Bryce. And as I know it, I'm John. And today we'll be making... Ritz Record Chicken! Okay, so real quick, uh, let's hit the... Let's what hit the you, recipe. Let's hit the recipe. Let's hit the recipe. Here's what we're going to do, okay? It's just Ritz Cracker Chicken. I guess when we were looking at it, we thought it was a little crazier. Cause... Yeah, I kind of was like, <laughs> oh, Ritz Crackers for chicken. That's going to be ridiculous. There's no, th- there's no, that's not supposed to be a food that you make with chicken. Uh, it's really just butter, Ritz, crushed up Ritz Crackers yeah. and, and chicken. So in some ways, we're kind of testing like, should this even exist? Did this, is it going to be a thing? Do we? Uh, the, the 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 question that I have in is: Do we bastardize it further? Is the recipe going to be so simple that should we make it more complicated by by deep frying the thing? Because it just it just requires that we bake the chicken, and I'm a little bored by that. That does bore me, but like, I don't know. Let's see if it's any good. Like, I mean, what is a grilled cheese? It's buttered bread with with cheese in the middle. That shouldn't what be as great, impressive. What a great philosophical question. What is a grilled cheese? What even is? This recipe comes from 100dollarsamonth.com. <laughs> which also known as most of my income <laughs> throughout my life. By Mavis Butterfield on October 5th in 2012. She has 27 comments. Most of them are it's good. Actually, actually, I think according to my wife, most of them are better ways to do this recipe. Actually, you're uh, she's a thousand percent right. Uh, yeah, we're going to look through those. Ah, top 10 soup recipes. That's what it says. Uh, Lisa says... Real quick, soup isn't food. Can we just... Can we chew on that for a second? Soup Soup isn't isn't food. food. Okay, so you're hungry. Mm -hmm. Okay. Someone hands you a sandwich. A hot bowl of Noglock. Or... (laughs) Or... Or or a bowl of soup. But they Mm -hmm. say you can choose one. What do you choose? Uh, is you this choose, a re- you, you know, choose the sandwich because no, no, the sandwich no. is food. I'm I'm am a I'm a I'm at a di- I'm at a restaurant, so I choose half the sandwich and a cup of the soup. I get both. Get, <laughs> I get best of both. What is your slut? Is what I'm hearing. <laughs> yes, I'll put out for a half cup of soup. Um, Lisa says on October 5th, can't get any easier than three ingredients. Going to try it! Exclamation point. Elena says, we make a similar dinner, only add we, we add We don't care, Elena. Of- Go away, Elena. We don't care. Make your own post. It's so bad. Oh, gosh. Anyway, yeah, so it's it's a little too simple, and I wonder, do we do we muck it up, or do we just follow the recipe? Because uh, Mavis Butterfield, which is 100% my uh, dark web nickname, so right. the FBI doesn't follow me when I'm looking up uh, uh, Mavis drugs. Bacon, based <laughs> off of, so so it's one of those, like, oh, yeah, yeah. you choose your porn star name, you know? You know, street you lived on, and True. your favorite fruit. And last, uh, underwear Bristle color. Bristlecone banana. <laughs> No, it's a, uh, it's a, uh, it's it's your favorite pattern, and uh, um, I really don't like bananas. That it's, much. it's your NPR name. It's it's a favorite pattern and uh, author or something like that. So it's like I'm Argyle Elliot for NPR, <laughs> <laughs> or uh, I'm I'm Houndstooth Hemingway filling in for Argyle Elliot on NPR. <laughs> they sound like like. Like when someone shows up to your D and D group and they oh sure <laughs> and they say uh, I I named this character Elf Ass Kicker it's like uh, you did did you now yeah that's good where'd you look that up fantasynamegenerators.com real original there Bucko oh gosh okay so the recipe yeah it's gonna be so, a thing we've 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 at least spiced it up yes we have we have we, I've made one. Tiny change. Tiny change. This is what I'm excited gonna, about. Uh, full disclosure, we're going to be honest with our audience and all that, right? We're going to do all of those things. I'm actually shorter in real life. <laughs> uh, so th- the Ritz crackers that we got, I could have gotten just plain. 
could have. We could have. Uh, but I decided to get garlic butter. Uh, and they're, um, which is great because right on the box they say naturally flavored because that's what I'm worried about. Well, it's, yeah, you know, you ever heard the thing if you have to say it out loud? You, you gotta, maybe it's, it's not true. Yeah, 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 it probably isn't true. Or rather, if someone has to say it out loud, you should be goddamn suspicious of that, all right? <laughs> it's naturally flavored. <laughs> Garlic butter, naturally flavored. You didn't need to say that. Now I'm suspicious. Now I'm a little worried. Why is yeah. there? We gotta. Why'd you feel the need to bring that up? You could have just said garlic. Okay. That's so, fine. So, as we get into the dishes, I'm, I'm not a vampire. That's fine. <laughs> you know what I finally realized why <laughs> vampires don't have reflections? No. Why is this <laughs> silver back to mirrors? Yes, exactly. Oh, okay. So silver wouldn't react to them. Anyway, I just, I was, it just hit me. Halloween discovery, I guess. Oh, that's I was just beautiful. like, oh, oh, now that makes perfect sense. Absolutely. That's the thing. Uh, somebody pointed that out to me and I was like, oh. I never thought about like, that. Oh, that's, yeah. That's so cool. Um, which makes me just think now that like modern day vampires, all they do is probably just take selfies. <laughs> all they're like, I've never seen what it looked like before. Now I love it. You know, because they just have to use on their memory of like, this is what it looked like uh, 500 years ago. <laughs> I have this one portrait that uh, the guy sketched on this tiny piece of parchment. Then I then ate him. <laughs> <laughs> I gobbled him right up. I <laughs> gobbled and gooped him. It's great. Uh, okay, so... We've got the recipe. I guess it's time to do the dishes, right? It's time to do the dishes. I'm going to start the microwave, get this stuff melting. Fantastic. Okay, so... Um, it might be better for us to wait. <laughs> this going? <laughs> oh, no, smelting. smelting. We're smelting the butter. That that's where that's where uh, Dursley went to. That's where Dudley Dursley, remember? Or Dudley? Harry Potter? <laughs> Dinkleberry Dunewatch? I don't know. Like, like... <laughs> David Doonesbury. He's the he's the older brother in Harry Potter, remember? Uh I guess. <laughs> We're reading it. You need to know, uh I I'm the worst person to talk to about Harry Potter. Here's here's what happened. So I was in fifth grade uh-huh. and everyone was talking about this book called Harry Potter. And I was like, Okay, whatever, cool. So I go and I get it from the uh library and I read through the book and mm-hmm. I go, That's awful, that's not going anywhere. <laughs> and that was the end of my uh, my book review career, <laughs> I didn't know I had one, and I didn't. And but I put it, it down. I put it down. I was like, "This is awful. What is this? This is a dumbass book." Well, it's because you know every year there's always you know this is the new big deal book that yeah I remember read. it was all about Wrinkle in Time. Yeah, and then that didn't. Uh, Wrinkle in Time's another one. I got about thirty pages in, and I was like, "I don't know what the fuck is going." Fuck this book. I don't... I, I remember my friend Mike... Thank you, Cliff Notes. I remember my friend Mike had it, and it was a unicorn, and I was like, why? I, what, it has wings? You're like, well, that's a Pegasus, motherfucker. Yeah, like, get, not, your, uh, get your... Fix your mythology yeah, here. No, yeah. You can't just take all the things and be like, it's different with the same. Mm-hmm. It's got fins. It's got... <laughs> he flies through the air, but it's like it's water, and he <laughs> swims. I don't... I, I never... I didn't read Wrinkle in Time. Uh, and I kind of wish I I did because then I wouldn't have to watch uh, the Oprah movie now. I was gonna say no. Netflix made their adaptation. You're good. No, you don't no, have to read fine. it anymore. I know. I'm I'm really in support of them making more adaptations of books so that I don't have to read so many Which goddamn you- books. <laughs> <laughs> Which would be fun if they did like a if they did some kind of like you know it would be great. Oh. You know it would be really great if it if uh, Netflix decided to like adapt the classics. Right, like if they made uh, Homer and the Iliad, or if there was like a Pride and Prejudice, <laughs> Just little snippets of Virgil's, oh, no, the so, histories yeah. or whatever he's written. That oh sure, Dante's Inferno, that. the Netflix edition. <laughs> It'd be so good. I could just catch up. I mean, I have no See, reason to. See, that actually sounds like Hitchhiker's Guide to the... So, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy is just also never one read. guy... Well, that's worth reading. Okay. That's worth reading. 
uh, got stuck in the Denver airport, but I had the whole series oh, nice. on, in a book, so I was like, you're not getting me this year, Denver. <laughs> Eat my asshole. Suck it. Denver with your mountains. No, real talk. Denver airport. Don't fly through there in the winter. That's the best pro tip I can give anyone. Because uh. every time you try and fly through Denver and it's winter, snowstorm, you're stuck there forever. Oh, sure. And then people just hit you with their skis. Because <laughs> they're all like, we're going to Vail. We're going to Vail. And we're going to... We're very wealthy. And you can't afford it. Anyway, what are we talking about? Books, Books. right? Uh, I'd love like a Phantom Tollbooth adaptation. For Netflix, which is supposed to be a super good book. Anyway, I've read like t- I like tiny snippets of it, and I think it's really good. Please tweet us, uh, tweet at us about the Phantom Tollbooth, because I mean, I- I'd like to. know If you're what listening it is. to this, clearly you have nothing better to do, so do that. Yeah, just do that. I mean, just log on to our Instagram, uh, and 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 post a photo with the Phantom Tollbooth and your favorite quote at One Pan Podcast, or tweet us um, why I'm wrong. Uh, the, the Phantom Tollbooth not being a good children's book or something. I don't know. <laughs> at at One Pan Podcast on Twitter. Uh, while while we're bringing that up, uh, rate and review us on stuff. If you rate and review us, there's a better chance that uh, we'll make more money so we can do this more often. Or we can make any better. amount of money. That'd be great if we made yeah. even a little bit of money. Yeah. That'd be way fun. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that'd be good. Rate and review us and then we get uh, exposure. Please tell your friends and do the thing. What are we doing now? Oh, we're mooshing the... So we got to make the breadcrumbs. And here's my first thing. So okay. so part of what we're doing is mm-hmm. we're taking recipes and either calling bullshit on them <clears throat> or whatever. But my first thought is, is, is this easier than breadcrumbs? Because this thing, I don't remember, I don't have the receipt, uh-huh. but it, this must, this box of Ritz crackers must have been four bucks. You can get breadcrumbs for four bucks. Yeah, it's like an extra step. Or the, so right now I'm trying to crush them in the bag. I don't know. I think we're going to get crackers everywhere and then Sanders is going to come in. Oh, and, he's going to love it. I know. He's look. He's looking at us. He's ready. He's, he's, he's like that doggo face with his ears are just honing in. He's like, like a freaking satellite. You're gonna drop something. <laughs> I know it. I can hear it. I can, oh, I can hear the flavor. Oh, there we go. Okay. It's like a crumbly poop. Crumb. <laughs> Why is everything always poop? That's such a problem. It's so problematic. Hey, you're actually doing a pretty good job of crushing those inside the package. I'm really impressed. I thought this one was gonna work out even a little bit. I thought we were gonna have to put them in the. The story of Bryce. We didn't think it was going to even work out a little bit, but he's still not dead. Okay, Netflix series. What? Wrinkle in Time. Wrinkle books in time. we read. Harry Potter. Oh, we're reading. The whole reason we're talking about Harry Potter was because uh, oh. we're reading it. We're reading it uh, nightly as part of the routine to put my son to bed. We we read a little bit of HP, and then we sing a little songs. It makes me sad when people say that because they go, we're reading a little HP, and I'm like, Lovecraft. Lovecraft? No. No. HP loves spookiness. Monsters and demons with no. the tentacle arms. No, no, we're not scaring them just yet. Look, Though, look, kids need to learn about cosmic forces. They need to know how small they are so that they can operate effectively and yeah. not get their head too big and think sure. that they matter. No, absolutely. He'll just put it on the resume. I worship the old gods. It's great. And then the guys at Google are going to be like, yeah, obviously we need to hire this guy. Okay, so back to the dishes because we haven't even done them yet. Um, Oppenheimer's quote. Why were we talking about Oppenheimer's quote? But I forget even really why, but it's, uh, I'm becoming... I am become death, the destroyer of worlds. Yeah, okay, that's the thing. So now where the hell is it from? So, it is quoted in the uh, Hindu text, the Bhagavad Gita. And Uh so he was being a a clever, smart motherfucker and just sort of being like, so... Shit's about to get real. This is a lot bad. This... (laughs) 
this much thing, scary. When this thing goes off, a lot of bad shit a lot happens. Of bad shit. Nope. This is this is not. A, I'm not. When good. I was on board for this, I kind of knew this is how it would go, and then it went that way, and suddenly my feelings are a little yeah. more intense about that. He's all. Essentially, his I'm point. not. We're, I'm not getting into heaven now. <laughs> <laughs> if he's quoting Hindu, he's like, Ganesh is really not going to like this. Uh, yeah. So then I mucked that up with Frederick uh, with Nietzsche. Because I thought that was a quote from Nietzsche, which it uh, isn't even relatively close. No, no. Uh, Nietzsche talked about God is dead on a stroll in a lake with a, like a pyramid-shaped rock. It's good. Look it up. Um, which then you brought in. I'm sorry. What was the word that you used? Uh, not not not. Thus spoke Zarathustra. The text that Nietzsche originally <laughs> wrote about. What was the? No no no. My uh, my simple-mindedness went to <laughs> Zathura, the 2005 movie about space Jumanji. <laughs> That launched the career of uh, what's her bucket? Kristen Stewart. Kristen Stewart. And and so really, if you are mad at Twilight, uh, you can blame uh, John Favreau. You can you blame. Can bl- <laughs> no, not Chef. Yes. <laughs> oh, I love that movie. Oh, yes. okay. If you guys haven't seen that movie, Chef is this beautiful John Favreau film where he plays this overly pretentious uh, douchebag chef, right, in a five-star restaurant. Until a critic comes up to him and, like, just wrecks shop well, on his on. favorite wait, dish wait, or whatever wait, wait, it was. And then on. he goes through an existential crisis and is like, I'm going to open a taco truck. and But it's not tacos, it's Cubanos, right? He goes to Cuba He goes to Cuba to his roots, right? And then, like, oh, no, he goes to Florida. No, no Miami? No, no, no. His, know, his wife is Cuban. Oh, yeah. His wife is Cuban. And so his kids have Cuban. Ah, and so, anyways. That's it. That's, it. that's yeah. what sort of inspired it. No, so blame the butler from Iron Man. Or the driver. Well, driver, who's also the director. <laughs> he also, so blame John, blame John Favreau look, and his giant chin. Let me put you this way: John Favreau is Looks the like reason Quagmire? why. Yes, yeah. he's, he's why we have to deal with Twilight, but also why we have the the MCU, the yeah, Marvel Cinematic do. Universe. We do. Him and so, him and him and RDJ. It's a bit of a trade-off. Sparkly right. vampires, Iron Man. Okay, it's fine. You win some, you lose some. Sure, you good place, you bad place. You, you get place. a little. <laughs> You get you get some points for one direction, and then you get some taken away. You win some, you lose some. Oh, Lord, what's that the, was. What's the baking temperature on this? Oh, I don't have my phone. Uh, let's take a look. Three fifty. So it's fine. Uh, uh, I'm gonna do it a little hotter because. Uh, elevation. Yeah, elevation is great. I always do that. We always crank it up like right. fifty degrees higher right. at our place. Like pizzas, they're like, cook it at three fifty. I put it in there. Forty minutes later, it's like, ah, cheese is kind of soft. It's like, <laughs> I think I'm just gonna crank this to five hundred. No, 500. we did that. Okay, we did put that on the, broil. We... <laughs> five hundred, nuke it. Put it on top rack, on broil, and it'll be done in about the same. One amount of my time. most favorite, uh, one of my most favorite jokes that I used to make with my mom that uh, she never really laughed at. Uh, God bless her. I would, uh, I would do the thing. Okay, so if it's thirty minutes at three hundred degrees, it's three minutes at three thousand degrees, right? <laughs> move the See, decimal point here's the thing <laughs> here's the thing okay my my brain that operates in a universe ruled by uh physical laws that cannot be broken tells me yeah adds up <laughs> but yeah, the reason why that, newton the reason why thermodynamics baking isn't really my thing cooking food is mm-hmm. baking is not mm. is because baking takes all of the things that make sense and it throws it out the window and it says, oh, would you, if you increased it by 15%, does that mean you have to cook it 15% shorter? No, you ruined it. <laughs> it's like, no, you didn't just, you didn't, you didn't just kind of mess it up and nope. now you can recover. No, it was too hot. The, 
the batter yeah, or whatever no, no, was no, like no. too hot. Now I'm gross. Now, and there's nothing you can <laughs> do. Sorry, you didn't roll the dough cold. Not that you would know that. Right. So it's ruined forever. Right. I just you forget your flaky, crusty layers in your Pillsbury dough, in your Philo dough. Shut up, Great British Baking Show. Anyway, oh lord. But real talk, that is like the most wholesome and wonderful show. Like, oh, Great British Baking Show. Like, if I ever get to hang out or meet any of those people, I'll give them a big old hug and be like, "Can we be? Can we be best friends?" I just, uh, I just want to uh, spear my hand on Paul's sharp, spiky silver hair. Yeah, he, it's so gel. He and I had the same haircut in 1995 when Absolutely. I was in high school. Not, <laughs> I'm not good at like. I'm not good at Listen, like. Listen, he found something that worked for him, and he's been buying that same gel. I'm sure it's LA, LA looks. looks. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> LA looks ten was the best way to get uh, the, the blue, highest of spikes. The blue shit. Just go find and pop open my eighth grade yearbook. Mm-hmm. You would totally see me with just these, like totally rad spikes, bro. Uh, I, I on more than one occasion, if someone had just gone taking their fingers and gone whoosh, 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 through my hair, it would have just been this like fiberglass dust. <laughs> That would have gotten in your lungs. The guy have given you mesothelioma, and you should call the government if <laughs> one or more of your relatives. Nice. What's that commercial? <laughs> uh, I just remember. I just remember. Uh, that only reminds me of the diabetes guy. Oh, uh, Wilford Brimley. Wilford Brimley. Diabetes. Uh, Liberty Medical. <laughs> that's what he always made a big deal about. Anyways, the diabetes killed him. So, oh, um, that's so sad. Is it? It is. I don't think so. He was an old fat man. It's what happens. Mm-hmm. Well, he got out, I mean, he got out good He's, with all that commercial money. He has that more money than me. So <laughs> what do I know? Oh, it's fine. Okay, so I used to do the thing. Um, I would do the same with the spikes. And then that was in like a sixth grade that i was doing the spiky hair kind of a thing uh okay we get it you're cooler than me yeah 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 no it's great no no you're more with it than me. in eighth grade though in eighth grade i stopped doing the front of my hair and i started doing the back of my hair um which was bad because as it would dry i'd get flakes all over the back of my shirt and it looked like a damn selson blue commercial so and that's why no one fucked you (laughs) that's why Oh my god that's why everybody was like oh that guy's weird he's nice but flaky yes definitely it's also why i dressed up as neo for the matrix one halloween and people were like yeah no that's expected of him <laughs> <laughs> no we yeah we see it mm-hmm. i we borrowed my it. sister's leather jacket that's how cool i was uh, and i think i got like a three dollar shades from uh the gas station? Yeah. Okay. No, right. Giant Eagle, which was my, which is like the, the Smiths of Northeast Ohio. Okay. All right. What are we doing now? So right now, drying off the chi- uh, we're drying off the chicken, right? Ba- baking tip. Okay. This is something that uh, I learned. I thought you didn't bake. Well, sorry. Cooking tip. <laughs> cooking. You're don't right. Fuck, no, don't fuck Baking around. tip. Don't listen to me. Uh, that's <laughs> your baking tip. Don't do that. No, don't no. do that. Uh, when it comes to chicken and really any meat. Okay. Mm-hmm. Pat it down. Dry it down. Beat your meat. Beat, no. Be nice to your meat. Uh, yes. No, you 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 pat it down. You get all the moisture out of the very top layers. Reason why? When it cooks, it will sear those layers first. But Ooh. if it's all moist on the outside, uh-huh. it creates these water channels where more water can escape. Uh-huh. So, anyways, now you learn something. <laughs> We're what four hours of content in at yeah, this point. Yeah, you fucking the... learn something. Hey, where do you if go, you're people? on a road trip mm-hmm. and you're making your friends listen to it, which thanks for the promotion, appreciate oh, it. Oh no, do the thing. Absolutely, we'll uh, send you a sticker. Okay, apparently we'll send you a sticker. I don't know. I mean, it's you're fine. Good. Anyway. Yeah? Yeah, if you're on a road trip, making oh. us listen. 
Oh. Where were you going with that? Oh, I was just going to say, that's oh. usually that's how I've usually been introduced to podcasts, is, <laughs> oh, okay. is we're stuck on a road trip. Again, I thought you were setting up no. a joke of, when you go on a road trips, how many road trips does he go on? I don't know, you know. <laughs> I think... I think we're we're going to do the recipe now, right? We're going to do sure. the recipe now. Sure, okay. okay. So you, you get the chicken breast, the uh, tiny little dude, the finger. The chicken tenderloin. The chicken tenderloin. Uh, oh, that's my favorite. That's my favorite line that uh, Stanley Tucci says in Devil Wears Prada. Gird your loins. <laughs> he's he's all warning the office that Meryl Streep is gonna like be mean to everybody. <laughs> Pick up your pants and wrap them up. It's gonna be shitty. It's gonna be shitty. She's gonna make fun of you. Okay, so I got the chicken. I've dried it off mm-hmm. so that it. Hopefully it won't be a complete piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to dunk it. I'm going to put the Ritz crackers on. And oh, see how dunk this it goes. in the butter. Okay, here we go. Butter dunks. Butter dunks. Those sound like... Uh, Badunka dunks. Badunka dunks, which is a, what, 2000? Early, early 2000s I think, I slang? I think dunk is still relevant in every single way. Sure. <laughs> sure. And they're going to use it in the new Lego movie. Butter. That's my favorite bit from also uh, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Do you remember that television? There's a leak in the movie? box. There's a leak. That's, the, that's Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs 2. Hey, have you heard that uh, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs is really just a Rick and Morty uh, prequel? What? Chew oh. on that. Chew on that. <laughs> that Flint Lockwood, the Flint Slidifler, is really the prequel of the Portal Gun. And Flint Lockwood is just uh, a, a not-so-angry Rick Sanchez. No, a, a not-so-alcoholic yet. Not-so-alcoholic. I mean, if I had spray-on shoes and I could never touch my actual toes, I might go insane. <laughs> I would probably be very... How does he... Okay, the question with that is, is, does it, like, freeze his toes in time? Because wouldn't you, like, continue to grow toenails and stuff in the spray-on shoes? So would they then like start growing in a horrifyingly mangled way and because they were trapped inside the spray on shoes or would they pierce the veil of the spray on shoes? And at which point then you just like you have these weird, gross, long nails. So, okay, so I think Star Trek tackled this. What a jump. So so there's an episode. There's an episode where they're like. Which one? TNG? TNG. Space Nine? Okay. Okay. So here's my thing with Star Trek. Original series. Great. Not fun to watch. Okay. Uh, Next Generation, really, really great. All the rest of them. Uh, DS9 had its moments. Voyager had its moments. Uh, Enterprise almost got good. Uh, Discovery, I'm not even going to give the time of day. Um, And uh, Babylon 5, which is not... It is in that universe, but they couldn't get... Anyways, they couldn't get the licensing for it, but Babylon 5 is one of the best. Oh, fun. You know, sci-fi things. I don't know how it holds up today. I should probably watch a little bit of it just to ruin that. But um, Isn't that like that weird... uh... That reminds me of that one show that was on Sci-Fi for a long time. It was called, wasn't it called Sliders with Jerry oh, Falwell? Fucking Sliders! I love that. John <laughs> Reese Davies, Jerry O'Connell, Jerry, Jerry O'Connell. O'Connell. Yeah, Jerry O'Connell, Sabrina Lowe, John Reese Davies, which is oh, he's Gimli. He's I Gimli. forgot. I know his goofy face. He, he he is a large, happy, helpful British man. <laughs> That's what he plays, and he just does it in different he's the forms. The total opposite of his Lord of the Rings character. Yeah. yeah. What racist nonsense did he base uh, dwarves off of? No, so I actually kind of know a little bit about this. So, um, you oh, know kind of what's... Stephen wh- Colbert. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> willfully ignorant. That's the best way to describe <laughs> Stephen Colbert's... I See, I, it's fine he's doing the late night stuff. That's great. He's wonderful. He's found his footing. That's great. But uh, I, I very much prefer uh, 
old Stephen Colbert. Old Stephen Colbert. I just love how much of a fucking nerd he is with yes. the Cimmerillion and everything. Yes. Um, he quotes it. There's, there's like a Vox video online where he does the Gilbert, um, the W.S. Gilbert and Arthur Sullivan, uh, I am the very model of a modern major general. That uh, scheme of rhyming from that song of Pirates of Penzance and how uh, Chance the Rapper uses it in one of his songs, but it's also based off of some Cimmerillion nonsense. And it's just this great video of Colbert rapping Lord of the Rings trivia. <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> so, so kind of what's what's starting to happen now that we're now that uh, it seems like as a planet for the most part we've been like so uh, racism's bad yeah and we're kind of looking back and being like ah Maybe damn it that guy was yeah. really racist and shit. I think Tolkien's mostly gotten away from that, but uh, proof of that is according to him, mm-hmm. uh, he based the doors off of the Jews. Oh, so I don't really I don't know how many Scottish Jewish people he met. <laughs> uh, one. 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 He was uh, the librarian. There you go. There you go. Or but, he was uh, a colleague at the college or something where he was doing all his apparently, linguistics or nonsense. I don't know if that's I don't know if that's ever okay, so there's this thing that happens with books. We're mm-hmm. gonna I'm gonna kinda shit on books for a little bit. Um, we, we, didn't we already do that? Oh, there's more. There's more. <laughs> Round two. Ding ding. Round two, books eat a dick. Um Rocky oh, what is it? Rocky two? <laughs> Rocky <laughs> this two. Is the Rocky two of you punching of books. Of me punching books in the mouth. Nice. No, so there's this thing that happens with books where people like feel like they just try so i feel like they like a book so much mm-hmm. but they can't find anything more meaningful for it other than it just being written entertainment so then they kind of invent and make these huge leaps to like connect it to other things and do other things oh and all of that. sure they go so, with the philosophy route and trying to connect it a lot yeah even nothing is as important as that but like everyone being like oh this character was this person from tolkien's life yeah, maybe a little bit. Like, oh, this sure. person was C.S. Lewis, and this other person was this other professor that he knew. And it's just oh, sort of okay, like, yeah, maybe that's real, maybe that's not. If Tolkien said it, I'll buy it. But for the most part, it's like, maybe they're just made up characters so that he could write a fucking book. Sure, or maybe he had one bad interaction with somebody and was kind of like, ah, that'll be funny and I'll do a thing. Like, like there was probably a really, really tall guy who was really old and had a lot of rings, and he's like, your your ass is going to be Sauron. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So there's a lot less thought put into that. That's like a. It's like the opposite of how Matt Groening um, based all of his family, on, like the Simpsons characters, on his immediate family, and they were like very upset about that. And then it made a lot of money, and they were like, "Oh, we gonna get some of that." <laughs> Suddenly, they were not as bothered Suddenly, by being they were embarrassed. Not as bothered by that when they're like, "Wow, countries in Mexico, countries in South America." I was like, "Countries in Mexico." That's that. That's not how that works. Mexico is a is a country. Sorry to the people of Mexico. I apologize. Oh, we're just gonna get through all of Latin America that I'm gonna apologize to. Um, there's just countries in South America that are making uh, rip off T-shirts of Bart. You know, we're we're not gonna be offended. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I don't, it's just, okay, it's butter mm-hmm. and Ritz crackers, mm-hmm. but there's nothing really like binding it together. Oh, so can when you put you, in an egg? Well, I, there's nothing, put an egg into butter, I don't, I don't, like we'd have to put in some flour and at that point we'd make a whole batter. Yeah. And, and at the, that point I would say deep fry it. Yeah, we would deep fry it. But so do we want to do that? Do you want to do, we want to do half the recipe deep fried? Because I feel like we could, we could screw with it and have fun with it because I feel like buttered Ritz chicken okay. isn't going to hold together. I agree. I think the Ritz is just going to all kind of fall off and fall apart. How about this? We'll do f- we have 8 slabs of chicken. Okay. We'll do 4 in slabs the Slabs is very generous. They're they're 10 they're they're fingers. Fingers at best. Um we'll do that and then if that's not great, then I'll prep the stuff to deep fry it. Okay. Let's see how that shit goes. Oh, no, that'd be fun. Take that. Mavis speaking teaches typing. 
or whoever the author of the I don't even remember anymore. I, my my social media limit on my new iPhone is up or whatever. That's what did you not see that they? Oh, yeah, I forgot your phone is a no. dinosaur from my, the, yeah. <laughs> Bryce has a dumb phone. It's, it's, it's beautiful. It's a shit phone. It's so good though. It's great. It just it reminds me. It's like if the if the Nokia three three ten whatever the brick phone had a baby with uh, the iPhone three. This would be the phone that it would have. That it's like, well. There's a touch screen. There's a touch screen. It kind of works sometimes. I've got like four apps. You know your phone is old when you uh, try to download apps and the app is just like, I can't. <laughs> it's like, store, why not? I can't. The store is like, uh, it, uh, um, uh, you need to, you got to fix this. You need to upgrade, chief. You can't, you're like a 17 operating systems behind here. So my wife made snickerdoodles for Thanksgiving. I'm I'm about to enjoy one, and I think uh, oh, I think it should be just the tradition that we do. Mm. But uh, I like I like snickerdoodles better than most cookies because uh, the cinnamon sugar is in every bite. Name that slogan. Thank you, cinnamon toast crunch. But um, <laughs> okay, I was like Reese's. Reese's? <laughs> yes, Twix. you know the cinnamon sugar Reese's. <laughs> That thing that totally exists? Twi- twi- Twixers? Twix- Twixers? Twixers? The regional version of... <laughs> no, no, cinnamon sugar Twix. It's the Japanese-only version of... Actually, they would, and it would somehow be better. Because they would, because they do like wasabi kicks, and you're like, ah, I want to try that. Like, the cookie would be immaculate and beautiful. Uh-huh. Uh, not like a Lego piece. We know what you're doing, Twix. <laughs> if you've ever chewed... If you've ever chewed the chocolate off of that, you're looking at it, you're like, this is oddly similar to my Legos. No, you? no, I like Snickerdoodles better. They're just tasty the whole time. Whereas mm-hmm. let's take chocolate chips. It's like, it's a fine cookie. And then every now and then you get a chocolate chip or you get, you get, uh, shafted <laughs> and you don't even get any chocolate, <laughs> you get chips. Any chocolate chips. You get a fucking raisin instead. Ah! And then you just, you're just disappointed, hurt and angry. Um, okay. That reminds me of, uh, the difference between brownies and blondies. In that, like, one is made with vanilla and one is made with chocolate. That's why they're called brownies. It's the same exact recipe for uh, a, a vehicle of sweet. It's just the main crux ingredient is one v the other. I was expecting a better reaction. I... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You should just see the disappointment. In... It's just... not even disappointment. He's just pure. No, I know. I'm just sitting, I'm sitting there going... I gotta find a bite in there to chew on, or we're dead in the water. <laughs> that was 100% we're dead in the water. Well, this one also reminds me of, uh, I think it was like two years ago. Emily and I made cookies. We made ginger, uh, we made ginger snaps and snickerdoodles, and we have the dough, and then mush them together. I say mush a lot. I should probably stop doing that to make snicker snaps and or ginger doodles. See, I like ginger doodle. I'm, all, I'm a snickersnap. That's it's fine. very spicy on my tongue. Snickersnap. Snickersnap. It's also probably going to say a racist slur. <laughs> snickersnap. It's a 15th century term for a white person. Racist. Okay, so for this part, what we're going to do is I'm going to just kind of freehand a batter. Oh, sure. Um, and Because he's good at cooking, not good at baking. Not good at baking. We've covered this. But for cooking, that shit makes sense. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hotter oil cooks faster. Not ruins. But with baking, if you're trying to deep fry something while you're baking, I don't really know how. Beignets, maybe, I guess. Oh, sure. Um, but beignets, yeah. Beignets. Uh, <laughs> not as tasty as beignets. The back of my knee hurts. 
I loved when Shaq was. I just love Shaq. I like. I'll be so sad if someone comes out and been like, Shaq's a rapist. I'll be like, No, <laughs> no. That's good. No, Shaq's wholesome. He's great. He's he's talking like this all the time. I love Shaq. He's very funny. I never watched him in the Lakers though. I mean, when you that can dunk on the whole series. oh oh what <laughs> the TV series, the sports TV series he's been on for the past thirty years, whatever. I'm making a terrible joke no, that sports is like a, sports is a TV television show? show. Oh, what? That it's also like, to some degree, pre-manufactured and, and yeah, that happens? Oh, like that. no, that would never... Oh, wait, we already know that that shit already happened. <laughs> yeah, we're looking at you, FIFA. It's not It's not 100% planned out, but it's not 100% not, not planned, planned out. out. So another uh, cooking tip for you people. So if you are about to deep fry something and mm-hmm. you want things to be a little crunchier, not Crunch. quite so mushier... Mm-hmm. Or anything like that? Yeah, no. No mush. A little bit of cornmeal. Not a ton of cornmeal. A little bit of cornmeal on the flour. Gets you some good crunch. Interesting. Interessante. Which is French for... That sounds weird. It's not, but that's okay. No, no, no. That's French for... Please fuck me because I know a little bit of French, please. (laughs) Okay. Why do you think I lived in Texas and decided to learn Spanish? Watch this. It was not to communicate. (laughs) Okay. It was to get the Latinas. Get the Latinas. Okay. Get the Latina vote, baby. <laughs> That's like, uh, I read I read this funny thing um, that was like, French people are only, like, French men are only attractive because they have this overwhelming of like, you will want to have sex with me because I am so attractive. And there's just this straight up bravado swagger. That women are like, you're ugly AF, but I just like your uh, like your confidence. It, it's sort I'm of I'm gonna this, go after that. It's sort of this. I know you're gonna bang me, so let's just do it. <laughs> and it's just like, and it's so true that they're like, yeah. I can't not make that happen. We're gonna make some Cajun chicken out of this shit. Oh, Cajun. Wait, why? Oh, wait, Cajun Cajun garlic butter. Wait, Ritz Ritz. How is Ritz? Ritz is the whitest nonsense. So, so really, it's gonna act like really bad panko. Ah, in this so okay. so it's going to be dipped in a batter and then it's going to be sprinkled with ritz and then it's going to be deep fried okay but 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 cajun plus garlic but i don't know flavors listen i'm not the rat from the movie the pixar film where he uh, he uses his nose to make all the flavors the best uh what is that ratatouille ah rat patootie rat patootie that sounds great so that okay i'm excited for cajun garlic butter ritz chicken Okay, the only thing with baking chicken tenders is that I don't know how they're done, right? Frying is so much, yeah, so much easier on the eyes because you go, you put the thing in, and you're like, oh, it's raw, and then like a minute later, like, oh, it's totally cooked. There you go. It's good. It's great. It's bright. And then you wait, you wait a minute longer, like I do, and you're like, oh, my crab wontons are black. Damn it! I've ruined it all. We saw Wreck It Ralph today. The second one. It's very good. Did you see, were you, were you a fan of the first Ralph? I really loved Sarah Silverman oh, playing a candy princess. She's so good as Vanellope Von Schweet. Doesn't she make like butt jokes for a living? Yeah, she like mostly made like gross female jokes, but also bridging the gap whenever anyone's like, women aren't that funny. She's like, oh boy, get ready. Oh, suck it. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm funnier than Amy Schumer. I'm, yeah, I'm going to make your lips pucker. <laughs> I'm going to make your butt quiver. Bunch of weeds, butt jokes. Butt jokes. And then where did we go? We get to G.I. Jane. How did I get to G.I. Jane? Jane Lynch, who is not Female Master Chief. Female Master Chief to 
Ajay oh. Jane. <laughs> what a turn of thought. The thing is, we said a couple of times, and so we have to like make we have to backtrack our own uh, jokes and everything. It was just great. Uh, why did we do, uh, Master Chief G.I. Jane? Oh yeah, Jane. Lynch's weird character, boners. Weird boners. That was that. <laughs> Which was, I asked you, what was your thoughts on G.I. Jane? And that was your answer. <laughs> Not what I was expecting. But it was the point that I was trying to make was she she made she made G.I. Jane uh, because she did the movie Striptease. What, did we verify? Yeah, we, we, uh, we IMDb the nonsense. But then who was Flashdance? Oh, no fudging clue. Because it's not the girl who put whose baby who got put in a corner by uh, Johnny Law from uh, Law & Order. Jerry Orbach. Ah, Orbach. Love him in his eyes. <laughs> Which is a, a John Mulaney joke. Flashdance, The Book of Eli, The Four Rooms. I remember that one. That's a, Four Rooms is a Quentin Tarantino film? No, it is not. It is an Allison Andrews film. IMDb is a thing. <laughs> <laughs> She's in Taken. Oh, that's good. She the wife in Taken? No, that was uh, Hottie McScandinavian Pants. I don't remember her name, but... Wait, okay, but this isn't the Taken... Oh my god, this is 2017 to 2018. A television on Prime... 26 episodes. Oh, it's right. not even <laughs> the right. Liam Neeson one. It's this Clive Standen as Mr. Brian Mills and Jennifer Jennifer Beals as, as, as Christina Hart, which I'm still trying to figure out where I know her from. I know that name, and I'm sure Family Guys made fun of her at one point, but... Lord in heaven. Please tweet at us with what's with, with your favorite Jennifer Beals film because I got nothing here. Oh, she's in Frasier, which is always a fun show. <laughs> Frasier is great. I just love Kelsey Grammer. I, wait, is it Kelsey Gram- It's Yeah, it's Grammar, right? Grammar like the sentence structure, yes. not Grammar like the cracker, like multiple crackers. Like the Ritz cracker. Like the Ritz cracker. Back to Ritz cracker chicken. Back to Ritz cracker chicken. No, that's great. That's fantastic. Okay, we're, so what did you make for the batter for the okay, so I the put, Cajun style? So Wait, how, how can we say this in a Cajun voice? Let's go here. It would be... That's how you would say it. If anyone Cajun is listening to this, I'm so glad to speak your language. Nice, give me some swamp juice and I'll uh, say it. <laughs> right. Uh, all right, the batter is egg, Cajun powder. It's Cajun seasoning. Uh, uh, put a little bit of uh, a which red is ground pepper up flex, swamp people, which is ground up swamp people bones. That's what it is. <laughs> like normal bone meal is gray colored. <laughs> Theirs is colored orange because of all the flavor. I don't know. Uh, it's the forbidden powder. It's, it's the forbidden pudding powder. It's yeah, yeah. So no, I put I put an egg. Uh, I put the rest of the butter. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? Flour uh, and a little bit of cornmeal for the crunch. Cornmeal for the crunch. Cornmeal for the crunch. I'm really excited to try this uh, new recipe. This is a secondary corner of the One Pan Podcast this is, this where is the, we take the recipe and we make it better. We try and make something good from this. We make something good from this, which is what we should have done for the past couple episodes because I'm really tired of throwing all the food <laughs> up. It's not that I haven't thrown up every time, but it's not not that I haven't thrown up every single time. Okay, so my non-sound Manila hands have, have located some silicone pinchy boys, pinchy which <laughs> is my fancy name for tongs. Ooh, there we go. Listen to that nice, beautiful sizzle. Okay, sad part is, is our fried chicken is going to be done before our... Yeah, also all of the Ritz is just evacuating. Oh, no. The... <laughs> okay, well, let's see. we'll even see if it is you Ritz. Can't. <laughs> it's, just you, I dropped it in and it was like, it made a good sizzle. All it was was all the Ritz bits. Evacuate, running away from the chicken. Okay, then you know what we need. We don't need we don't need tongs to pull the chicken out of the pot. We need a freaking strainer. 
This is gonna. This is not good. I'm. I'm very mad at um, marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Whoever no. our what's his face is Ma- M- Marguerite, the the author of the the recipe Ma- Ma- Magicals. Isn't that a singing group I've heard before? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. And by helping cooking, I mean I. I put a paper towel down with a basket to do its thing. Oh, look at that beautiful chicken tender go in there. Uh, while the, the, the fried tender looks a little bit naked as the Ritz bits have been flung away as if the chicken tender was kind of stuck to some centrifuge, it, it does look super fucking delicious. So I, I'm actually very excited about our recipe. So one for us, nothing for Mavis Beacon teaches typing because actually negative one because that bastard didn't teach me how to type when I was a kid. And I, and I went to computer class like three times. What other? We have more dishes. We haven't even got through the dishes. Yeah, this is we great. have. No, no, we totally did. We, we got, did. We got Zathura. Zathura. Zarathustra, which isn't the same thing. A space Jumanji. Space John Jumanji. Favreau. <laughs> okay. Sure and we talked about Chef. Uh, no, because we have not have corrected not? ourselves. We haven't on the great legacy of Babbage's. Oh, we. <laughs> So we decided, we, we said that and we realized, we realized, no, there were some like acquisitions and mergers and, and some weird way that we have the stores as they exist today. You're right, you're so then right. we looked into it and it was so goddamn more. Okay. Oh man, it's, it's so, intense. So, so Babbage's. Charles Babbage's was born in the summer of 1941. That's not quite true, but there is actually a guy with the last name of Babbage's who then like became a store and he had like a chain yeah. of local stores. No, or something from, from what I remember, uh, Bab- Babbage was like a, a important computer person, like in the development of computers as a thing. Nice. And so I guess that's why they were like Babbage's, like the guy who made the computer stuff. Oh, fantastic! And so they named okay. it after that. Right? So Babbage's was its it's own like naming, company. Naming like an airplane company, like Earhart Limited. Which, ah, got uh, it. Might not have lasted too long. <laughs> I might be afraid to fly on. We could get at least, lost. At least over the Pacific. At least over the Pacific. Oh, rest in peace, Amelia. Too soon. Too soon. When was that? I don't know. Anyway, so Babbage's uh, was its own company for a long time and then got purchased by Neostar Holdings or Neostar something? Neostar and Software Inc. Yeah, and Software Inc. Neostar and Software Inc. And I guess the guy of the guy who owned Neostar was the former CEO of Barnes & Noble. So this is what happens, is we have this idea, and then we go down a rabbit hole. A very large rabbit hole. A, a rabbit hole that does not end. No, no. Anyway, so uh, he, he, he he's the CEO of, of Barnes & Noble, right? So Neostar... No, no, he wasn't CEO. He was, oh, he was just a... Former CEO. That was a, a what it was. A significant shareholder oh, a significant shareholder. Barnes & Noble. That's what it was. I don't want to do the dishes no, again on this. You're good. Anyway, so he's a significant shareholder of Barnes & Noble, so he purchases the company. And then they do their jam for a long time, right? And then what is it? Does Neostar dissolve? Or I, I thought Barnes and Noble just oh, exerted their majority oh, holdings. They, I think they purchased whatever. They, they the pretty rest, much said 51% we'll, of the stake. We'll pull our money or you become part of us. And they're like, oh crap. Ah, I got it. You're right. So they 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 uh, strong arm them into purchasing the fifty one percent share or whatever it was. Wow, those guys are Crispy, <laughs> real crisp. He's pulling them out of the the fried oil. The the it got a little hot, got a little crunchy. But I'm excited. We're all gonna have one tender each, which is gonna be delicious and fun. <laughs> the ones in the oven aren't even remotely <laughs> almost done looking. They don't even look, these look so sad. They look like corpses in the morgue or something. I saw this hilarious tweet that okay. it was like, um, "Hi, do you take walk-ins?" And the morgue's like, "What?" <laughs> I just 
imagine what idiot millennial came up with <laughs> we joke about us being suicidal but really we should get something checked out that's get, funny we should get we should no, get some help you want a funny morgue story yes so something i've told my family is please don't listen to this podcast because i'm gonna tell the real stories about you guys my family does this thing where mm-hmm. they act like they aren't ridiculous awesome funny people mm-hmm. when other people outside the family are around. Mm-hmm. It's really irritating for me. Where, where I, there's such interesting, funny people, and then when you bring strangers around, they're like, it's they like, Toy Story. It's like it. Toy Story. It's like Toy Story. Oh, humans it. around. Andy's. A- <laughs> Andy's I'm just but a toy. People are coming. <laughs> My dad got a fantastic job in his college years. For he got a fantastic job for a college kid. Okay, mm-hmm. he was just the intake person at the morgue during one of the night shifts. Awesome. Okay, so all he had to do was just be there at the morgue. Coroner gets called out, has this, to go pick up a body, has to bring him back. This is basically an episode of Scooby-Doo. Basically, okay? Um, no, he was just hanging out, just being a college kid, okay? Normal day, nothing weird. Some, You know, it's 2 a.m. Sure, dead people's abound. <laughs> They're just out and about. Gotta round them up. No. <laughs> so he, he has to, there's a call, he has to open the door, they let the body in and everything, and, and Coroner takes off, and whatever, fine, it's a great day. About an hour and a half later, he's just chilling there in the front, and all of a sudden he hears... <laughs> that's not terrifying right and so zombie movies were certainly a thing oh sure point. romero had just done yeah. night of the living dead right they're coming to get you barbara right so that happens that happens and he goes oh great this is it <laughs> great this is how i die I'm, I'm the guy who has to go look and be like is this the start of the zombie apocalypse or is it not <laughs> If it isn't, I get to live. If it is, I'm the first one to go. Where's my steak? Right, right. So <laughs> Where's he, my hammer? He goes to, to check things out. Oh, Lord. And and as far as he can tell, everything's okay. He goes and asks the coroner afterwards. Mm-hmm. Or he, he tells him that and then asks uh, what happened. And then the coroner says, oh, yeah, sometimes the bodies just seize up. All it was was just, uh, you know. A fart? N- not a fart, but it was more like just... A little bit of a juice left in the muscles that all of a sudden the body was like, and use the rest of it. And so what this body did in this little metal coffin thing was was sort of sit up, but bang his head oh, on, this, on the top, which was the... Oh, sure. So rigor mortis kicks in. Yeah. Wham! He hits that. And then, well, his body continues to squeeze and squeezes his lungs, hence the... Oh, my God. That's a poop your pants moment. That is a so, poop your pants speaking moment. of dead things, EB Games. Yay! <laughs> what a transition, beautiful. It's not so much that you have to transition smoothly. You just have to transition. You just got to get there, okay? And by any means necessary. So, uh, Barnes and Noble acquires Funko. They acquire Funko, and they've got Babbage's, right? And then Babbage's becomes, I guess Funko's like a series of games, tours, and things, stuff like that, whatever it was. Anyway, Funko is renamed GameStop. And then, I guess through a series of just whatever mergers and acquisitions, etc., GameStop kind of becomes, Barnes & Noble decides to liquidate their assets in the company, and then in preparing for an IPO, I think, on the New York Stock Exchange, where they became GME, Barnes & Noble no longer owns GameStop. GameStop becomes its own thing. And then, then, it's as GameStop is its own company, they acquire EB Games. They acquire EB, no, uh, Electronics EB Games, yeah. and what was the other one? What was the other one? Something I don't know. No, no, no. It was, it was. No, no, no. Ba- no, they got Babbage's, and they got EB Games separately. 
then GameStop requires EB Games and Rhino Land video games in the or, southeast United States. Something. Yeah, yeah, some some local version of I don't know whatever. So I think it's it's probably some kind of like southern chain, right? Of of video stores and game <sighs> stores, and that was where GameStop was like, "We're just going to use we're your gonna, existing infrastructure. Yeah, we're just going to take over and just be your boss. Yeah, we're just going to um, rename." And so as we're looking this up, yeah. we hit my most favorite thing: <laughs> the <laughs> little pop ups yeah, well, that Wikipedia does now. That you're no, like, <laughs> "Hey, when you're when you don't have to click on the article, you can just see a little bit of the article because you did that." And I was like, "Why is that a picture of Jesus? Why is because it was on atonement?" <laughs> 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 talking Which, about Oppenheimer. Right, right. Oh, no, poor, no, no, no. Poor man. So it's showing us, like, it's showing us, you know, 1985. To, it's giving us a little historical breakdowns and stuff. Mm-hmm. And one of my favorite ones was uh, for GameStop. It said 2004 to 2016, the successful years. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry that GameStop. We loved you for a while. <laughs> we loved you for but a while. I got to say, Wikipedia sort of. Is already putting your nail, nails in the coffin. Figure that shit the fuck out. <laughs> already burying you of like no your best is behind you now <laughs> your best days are gone this is the 11th season of uh who's the boss this is when it got weird this is when it all fell apart tony tiny danza did his thing T- tiny danza <laughs> as, as the old john song <laughs> hold me closer tiny danza <laughs> hold me closer see i always heard it was tiny danzig because <laughs> danzig is a little man <laughs> And having seen all the videos on the internet of, of him trying to fight people and failing, I'm actually not worried about Danzig coming to find me. No, Go for it, Danzig. do it. Please, please fight us. That'd be great. It'd be such great publicity for the podcast. I would enjoy all of that nonsense. Pull <laughs> me closer, tiny Danzig. That's beautiful. I've never heard that. I always hold me close to Tony Danza was the joke that I made because he isn't the boss. Clearly, Clearly. Rochelle, Michelle, I don't remember that. I'm trying to remember the community episode where Abed right. talks about it because I never watched Who's the Boss when I was a kid. I listened to the opening and I was like, oh, fun land, nonsense. Give me back to Boomerang. The chicken's done, and this is going to be... Uh, I'm interested to see what our baked Ritz chicken. I, okay, my thinking is it looks bland. It looks just utterly. It looks bland as shit. It looks so so boring, which makes me think then it's only good with some kind of sauce. And which okay, it's going to be even okay. It's going to be less bland than the original recipe calls for because we used garlic butter Ritz, right. which makes me think regular Ritz cracker chicken. Is probably crazy, like ridiculously. Yeah, it, it is protein mass salting the mouth. Sure, here protein mass wrapped in carbohydrates. Fantastic. <laughs> right. But the 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 fried boys, much more interesting to look fried at. Fried boys look real delicious. We got photos of both. I'm gonna post them on Instagram. And you're you. I'm, I I hope you. Uh, I hope you look. And I hope you see. And I hope you are a little envious of the deliciousness that we're about to uh, embark upon. Chicken is plated. We're ready to try this. Yeah, we got we got a side, by to... si- a side by side comparison. So I'm gonna try. We'll call it bland ass chicken. Yeah, we're gonna try the recipe chicken. Pulling it off the pan, on the top it looks fine, right? The Ritz pieces are like sort of goldeny kind of right. brown, and they're attached to the chicken. But the underside is wet mush, <laughs> which yeah. is, does not bode well for this recipe. Right. right, does not bode well, guys. All right, so here we go. So the real question is, how bland is the bland-ass chicken? Um, have you boiled chicken before? 
Did I apparently just boil chicken? That's what it tastes like. It tastes like boiled chicken. I found chicken. how to boil chicken without, without boiling. boiling it. Oh my gosh. This doesn't taste anything. There's no... The garlic butter from the Ritz is barely there, which makes me think regular Ritz cracker chicken would be nothing. Right. It would taste like chicken with a chicken with a jacket on. Okay, I'm going to hit the uh, deep fried. Okay, I think the deep fried is okay. I think it's okay. I would eat that on purpose. Which I'm... I'm getting a piece now, and I'm very excited to try. Ugh. And it just looks, okay, sandy. So the, the baked chicken is like sandy blonde, right? Right. The color of a beach. This, the fried chicken, is just this beautiful, burnt, goldeny, delicious copper color. Oh, man. And immediately better. <laughs> so so you get to go up. See, I'm going to go. Well, You're we'll going to go down. I'm going to go back down. I should get a palate cleanse going. Hold on. My, my dear sweet wife has... Pulled out condiments to improve this chicken. Oh, She's just condiment. He's got the sriracha and some honey and, and <laughs> some barbecue sauce, and be like, "Well, if half of them are bland ass bullshit, uh, we better we better fucking spice it up." Which is my original thought was is like the only way this is going to be good is going to be hyper boring chicken tenders, and the we're going to have to spice them up with some kind of food. Okay, I'm going to try the the boring shit. Here it comes. I don't like there it. There we go. Yep. It didn't take me long. I don't <laughs> his, like it. His face crunched together. It's just a sad face. The bottom is not... No. I don't like. Oh, bad. So kind of what we were hoping for was that maybe there was just some element that, that a little bit of Ritz and a little bit of butter could, could bring to chicken. Maybe, yeah. Maybe it would be crumbly like Ritz crackers are crumbly or something like that. Maybe that it would retain that weird crunch that Ritz crackers had and it would be sort of buttery and salty because right that's what Ritz crackers are they're kind of buttery kind of salty right nothing yeah no. nothing no it's like baking it stripped it of all its powers <laughs> baking Ritz crackers is the kryptonite it's, it to turns Superman. out the cracker part is the most important important part important part <laughs> <clears throat> turns out the cracker is the most important part of the Ritz and uh y- you lose all of it you lose all of it when you bake it but frying it, however, did a great job. You know, so when I was a young man, I met this other man who had a few more years of experience than me. This sounds like an Old West movie. And then like he shot me. Brothers, then like he Col- shot me. The Coen <laughs> Brothers film. He just blew me away. Let mm-hmm. me know. Send me to my maker. No. He got you a, he got a t-shirt cannon. He shot you. Oh, Whatever no. weird weapons the Coen Brothers decided to make there. <laughs> In their Western. Their protagonist. Their like antagonist. This, hold on. It's some weird post-apocalyptic, but it was like... Only people inside of sports stadiums survived the apocalypse. So it's just a bunch of sports meatheads ruling the world. Oh, sure. They've, like, jerry-rigged the uh, kegs to kill people. It's great. <laughs> so there we go. Well, there we no, go. he said there's there's a secret to bachelor cooking. It's either you add a stick of butter, uh, you add a handful of cheese, or you fry up some bacon and put it in there. Like, you take any dish, and you're like, ah, you know, this could do a little bit more. All you got to sure. do... Add some butter, or some cheese, or some bacon, or all three, but careful. That can be too much, sure, sure. he said. Too much, uh, with, so, great power, with great ingredients comes a... Uh, great measurability? Um, I was trying to make some kind of like food ability. It just doesn't work. Uncle Ben will be disappointed in me. <laughs> so will Stan Lee. Still so Stan. God rest oh, him. Oh, man. Stan Lee and Uncle Ben finally together. <laughs> oh, reunion 2K18. Oh. oh, zing. Which, by the way, Stan Lee was in Wreck-It Ralph, too. As like a hilarious animated dude for a second, Vanellope bumps into him. Oh, and it's adorable. Were they just using some of his? Uh, no, he doesn't say anything. He's just there. You're just like, oh, that's Stanley. I like it. I like it. 
Anyway, so he told oh, that's that's pretty no. good advice. Not gonna lie, three but, things. But what I'm seeing is is that's what this is. That's what this is. You've taken oh chicken. Well, chicken's pretty bland. What do you do? Add a stick of butter to it. Yeah, and 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 a leftover ingredient of like this. Okay, this makes me think 100. percent This makes me think that uh, Maurice or whatever his name is. Um, crazy old Maurice. Yeah, crazy old Maurice was in his dorm one day and was like, "Crap, I don't have anything to. I don't want to go to the store. What's that crap called?" He and he forgot. He, he forgot what panko. He forgot was. what panko was, right? And he didn't know that breadcrumbs were a thing either. He didn't want. No, either. no. He knew that breadcrumbs. He he knew that breadcrumbs existed, but didn't understand that it is mostly just. Crushed up bread. Yeah, it's not. He didn't realize. Well, and he didn't want to go to the store because he was like, ah, it's like, you know, it's too late. I can't go. I'm hungry. What do I got? Ritz. I got a sleeve of Ritz by my bedside table that my roommate left me. And it's old. So it's all, it's all old and crusty. Yeah, it's a little stale, right? So it's like, I don't know if I want to eat these right off the bat. But you can't crush them. What could I do? What could I do? And so he looks something up, right? He looks like, how to bread chicken. And he's like, I bet I could sub. I bet I could sub crackers for and then he was like this is super good but he was very high (laughs) or worse he was high yesterday and so he's coming down from it and he's super hungry (laughs) he's coming down he hasn't eaten in three days he hasn't eaten in three days but he has to or he'll die (laughs) he has to or he'll die he's just been having water and leftover gatorade and bottles from the party that never goes well no no he's just drinking open stuff you're gonna get somebody's rape drug Okay, so uh, five to five, uh, positive five, negative five. This baked, is like a negative chicken. two. Negative this is like two. a negative two. This is doesn't. This is worse because you're wasting good chicken breasts. These have the chicken breasts have the potential to be tons and tons of things. Yeah. These could be Parmesan chicken. These could be like in you know, you know as uh, fried pieces or something like that. I don't know. They could just be fucking basic tenders and be more delicious than this. This is this is an absolute waste of a perfectly good utilized resource of chicken. Pieces, thighs, brent. What, what the hell? Do, loins, the loins tender of tender. Loins. That's what we decided on calling them. Good words are words are hard for me sometimes. Anyway, I, I'm I'm upset. I'm <laughs> upset because a it, uh, it 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 ruins a whole sleeve of 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 Ritz crackers. And number two, the the tenderloins they they could have been so much more. They have so much potential, and we you just you just ruin them by by destroying the thing. You want me to ruin Ritz for you a little more? How uh-huh. much did it say we're in a serving? Oh, four five crackers, crackers. Five crackers in a freaking serving. It's like with eighty calories. <laughs> it's like when you discover that fig newtons. A serving is a newton. Two newtons. <laughs> Just two. One and a half newtons. Right. So yeah, if you all need to know what is the most uh, calorie dense food, it's fig newtons. Figs, fig, figs. You could survive the winter on three figs. <laughs> on three fig newtons. <laughs> Just imagine crossing the desert. It's like that one. Um, it's like that meme, um, right? A turnip uh, gives an, gives a human enough energy to to walk twenty seven feet or something. And that, then, that's, but, I love that. But the next turnip is twenty eight feet away. <laughs> so it's just the skeleton on the desert floor reaching for a turnip. So it's like a fig Newton. It's so it's so cal it's so calorically dense. It's just like oh, this Newton gives me enough uh, gives me enough power to walk a hundred feet. <laughs> you could get that turnip. I could you get, could get, I could get that turnip more. Twenty eight foot turnip. <laughs> oh boy. So it's a negative. It's a negative two for me. It's very two. disappointing. What are you? What's your rating? 
it's not bad. Like, it doesn't taste bad. I think if I had this and, like, some rice next to it that had, like, a really strong flavor of some kind. Well, some kind of... I'd be fine. Uh, well, if you douse this in, like, ranch or many of the wonderful condom- condiments that your wife has laid out for us, it'd probably be fine. But, again, that's like the... This is the this is the quesadoga all over again. <laughs> right. It's not good because of the ingredients. It's good because you put extra stuff in it. My quesadoga was only delicious because jalapeno was like, oh... Yeah, I like jalapeno. Here's a little punch. Here's, here's a little, little punch. Yeah, here's a little, little snickety snack. Yeah, no, the only way I made it better, and I'll say the deep fried stuff isn't much better. No, it's 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 worlds better. But it's not. But it's also like the the recipe is so low quality that worlds better is like ah oh, cool. You went from addition to to uh, multiplication. Yeah. Proud of you. It's not that it's it's a great jump, but there's also like it's like the difference between a coma and sleeping. Like, <laughs> well, I guess they're different a little bit. I'm sure. Yeah, the the Cajun seasoning is delicious, and the the fried makes it crunchier. It keeps a little more of the Ritz consistency. In. Yeah. But again, I don't taste any of the Ritz garlic butter flavor, which just makes me think that had we not had you not done flavored Ritz crackers, this would be even worse. Supremely bland. We would be eating the color beige at that point. <laughs> Nude. <laughs> Nude. Taupe. Oh, what a... <laughs> Whenever I think of taupe, I think of just the most boring person. Uh, like, just, just if great. colors were a person, yeah. taupe is like a software engineer in a dead-end company in uh-huh. his 40s that's balding. Yep. That's what taupe is. Who really enjoys dominoes. <laughs> The pizza or the game? Both. Both at the same time. <laughs> the same time. He enjoys irony. He enjoys a Oh, yeah, bit. I'm just playing some dominoes, and then he's throwing pizza around. Uh-huh. He's actually trying to eat dominoes. It's good anyway. stuff. No. So this isn't going to go into my rotation. Like, breadcrumbs already exist. Breadcrumbs are already better uh-huh. than Ritz. Yeah. Also, no, Ritz is, are better with cheese. So this is, an, yeah, this is a thumbs down for this recipe, too, because it just makes me think, like, this is a lot of extra effort. It's not, again, it's not that much extra effort, because... Really, you're just crushing the Ritz when you could buy breadcrumbs, buy panko, right. buy something that's like, oh, this is going to taste better. Like, oh, this is already what I need? Yeah, this is already what I need. I don't need to substitute this for something else that isn't then going to take the place of the thing that I'm trying to substitute. Which is, I think this is what happens. It even fa- it falls short on even just being breadcrumbs, which kills me. And, I mean, breadcrumbs are not... They're not compelling. It's not that hard to be no. breadcrumbs, baby. It's just get some some croutons and punch them. You have breadcrumbs. Punch. We could do better with bre- with croutons. With croutons. We could do better. We could Fuck, update this We need to do that. <laughs> that sounds Crout- really good. Crouton crusted chicken. Damn. Okay, maybe that's next week's crouton crusted chicken. The updated version of this. You want to call it? I guess we. I guess, what else we, we need to anything? talk about? I don't think so. We said it's not. We're I not talked about this. Ralph. We talked about our dishes. I'm very disappointed. I mean, for three simple ingredients, it did manage to make edible food. But that's about as far as I can praise this. That's good. That's the medium place. Right? I don't know. The medium. <laughs> the middle ground. Okay. It's I, consumable. It's, it's, yeah. Okay, good. That's our third metric. Is it even edible? Is it edible? Uh, I guess. <laughs> I'm John. And uh, this has been Bryce. You've been listening to the One Pen Podcast. Uh, sometimes the food's funny. Or, or disappointing. <laughs> uh, not so much. <laughs>